You sound really happy and ready to go. This is going to be freaking brutal. Tuesday podcast episode 184. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and over there's Tyler Dryblad. Thank you very much, Samuel. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on another week of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. This week, we will be talking about some old Chinese beer, a beer bet, and how God Emperor Trump may have made our beer a little bit more expensive. Um, but keep that on the hush-hush. He can hear us, I'm sure. Well, we're putting this out to the internet, like, for free. Anyone can hear this. Anyone with right. an internet connection can hear this. Exactly. And we know he loves to be on the internet. If he understood what it was, he would probably like it. Yeah. What, our podcast? Uh, no, the internet in general. Oh, okay. Right. Well, let's get into it, Samuel. What do you have this week? Uh, so this week I have part two of three in the trilogy smokestack series from boulevard and this is so it's three beers aged in barrels and they're like big beers this is mm-hmm. their rye on rye so it's a rye ale aged in rye whiskey barrels oh 12% abv uh 750 milliliters and i like really want to go to bed so well this I'm gonna, will put you to bed i'm gonna just try and shred through this and then not feel well all night long classic all right what you got well once Finally, the uh, my geographical location has paid off, and I come to you with Ninkasi Brewing Company's Ground Control, a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout brewed with yeast. That's right, my friends, that has been to space. Oh, no way! Hey, yep. look at my little buster with some content! Oh, yeah, check that bad boy out. Sweet. Yeah, so this motherfucker was $22. Dude! <laughs> And, uh, just so it's like just the, expense it to Bruce Day Tuesday Industries and accounting will get, get that money back to you. Yeah. I, if you save your no, receipt. I was, I, that, uh, that cost me like, you know, three days of rations. <laughs> no, but like I saw it and I was like, oh, well, that's coming home with me. Like I can't possibly pass it up. Yeah. So it's 10% ABV. It's an imperial stout brewed with Oregon hazelnuts, star anise, and cocoa nibs. And, um, Did you say sure star you anise? Yes, which seems like it's just trying to trick me into making, like, a butthole joke. Yeah. But anise is, like, what they use to make licorice. Yeah, like, that I knew. I don't know what the star part is. Me neither, but it definitely smells like licorice, um, which isn't great because I don't love licorice, but there it is. I mean, it's it's very dark. It has, like, a classic uh, thick, creamy, tan head. Like I said, it smells a lot like licorice. Can you taste the chocolate starfish? <laughs> I am lapping up all over the star hole, but I can't scrape out any chocolate flavors. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's strong. I mean, it's it's imperial. It's aged in bourbon barrels. You know, it has all these strong flavors going for it, um, and you can all taste them. They're there. So, like that's that's on style. That's cool. I'm not 100% sure if I like it yet, but I have a long way to go to seeing if I do or not. So. I just have to thank you again for buying this. It's it's nice to know that despite the fact that you have no integrity, you have journalistic <laughs> integrity. That's right. 
Yeah, you know, I put effort into no part of my life but the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast, which uh, gives me uh, zero dividends. Yeah, great call. I know. I'm making good choices. Did you tell me how yours tasted? Oh, uh, I don't think I did. I was expecting way more, like, rye bite. There's not mm-hmm. the bite that I was looking for, but mostly just tastes like barrel, which is good. It, the the booziness plays well, as opposed to uh, three stacks is making grabby motions at me. Here you go. It's you know the the booziness should be there, and it it's not a detractor. It's an additive in terms of the flavor. Okay, well that's good. She's doing a jig now. Nice. So three stacks, you're you're in with it, I guess. She's gone, but yes. Oh, okay. She's been whisked off to a magical land of flavor. She literally jigged out of the room. (laughs) Nice. Solid. That's good. Ooh, boy. All right. So, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, so, uh, I went to a game night this weekend. Okay. Mm -hmm. Played some, played some board games, had a lot of fun. I was kind of racking my brain for good content. There were a lot of very funny things that happened, but you need just so much context. Sure. I would need to explain so many rules and, like, all of these people's personalities. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But one thing that I think we can all appreciate is uh, we were playing this game called... It was, like, Heads Up or Heads On or some such. And, uh, basically, it's kind of reverse charades where <laughs> only one person doesn't know what the thing is and their whole team has to charades it at them. So you just kind of get... And it's teams, so when it's not your turn, you just get this great visual of, you know, six people all acting like they're starting a lawnmower or pretending right. to be birds or something like that. And and I found that um, a lot of things, it was, it was more effective to charades with, uh, someone, with someone else on my team. So, like, you know, we had playing catch, and so everyone was throwing, just miming throwing balls, and it didn't work. And then me and this other dude got... Yeah. got their attention and were, like, playing catch with each other, you know, and, they, and then they got it. Um, right. And so that kind of became a tactic. Me and this dude would, like, would like team up on two-person tasks. Yeah. Uh, and we got breastfeeding, and I straight <laughs> up just grabbed this dude's head and jammed it into my chest. And so that was a fun visual, I think, for everybody, but I think it was made even more peculiar by the fact that he's a good four inches taller than me. So he was, like, hunched way down to get to right. my boob. It's like a giraffe feeding. Yeah, and I definitely don't know that guy well enough to have done that. I was going to ask, where was this game night? Was it at a friend's or co-worker's domicile? It was at a friend who I co-work with's domicile, yes. So yes is the answer. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool, solid. But there were some people there who you didn't know 100%. I, most of the people there I'd never met before. The dude I was working with, I, like... It was kind of a more of a casual work acquaintance, like someone I was friendly with, but had never hung out with outside of work. Sure. And I have I have one other bomb to drop on you, but I feel like Uh-oh. I shouldn't I shouldn't double tap you like this. We can come no, back to me. No, you probably shouldn't. But now I'm gonna have this angst until it's cleared up. So, no, suck, don't tell me. Suck it. Suck it. I guess. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. So we'll do an article. Let's do kind of a light article here. Um, I guess. The Super Bowl is coming up, right? Yep. Okay, cool. And uh, from these context-based clues that I have from WSBTV.com, it seems like Atlanta and uh, the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots are the contenders. In you the did it, buddy. You did it. I, context clues. I've always had very high reading comprehension. 
So the uh, I don't know. I guess Sweetwater Brewing Company is fairly well known coming out of Atlanta, and they have uh, tweeted at obviously Samuel Adams, a well-known uh, Boston brewery, challenging them to name a beer after the Falcons should the Falcons defeat the Patriots, and you know vice versa. Which I think is a, a fun little thing. I don't really care about either one of these breweries or teams or this sport that much, but it's a nice kind of funny thing to see. Yeah, it's cute. But uh, it looks like, <laughs> I think maybe this tells you all you need to know about these companies. So Sweetwater Brewing Company suggested that Sam Adams could make a Dirty Bird lager, and Sam Adams suggested that Sweetwater could make a Patriots Extra Pale Ale. Like, because they're all white people? It, they're just like, you know, like, white people who aren't really too into doing anything crazy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I, would, I would recommend that people uh, read this this kind of... Twitter back and forth that, that, I mean, we'll link to this. It's, you know, it's it's cute. It's not, like, super highbrow comedy or anything, but, like, these are, I assume, two social media consultants who are on their game. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, did you hear about, uh, oh, God, Ted Cruz and Deadspin? No. What? So, do you know the media organization Deadspin? I've, I've, I think we've used their articles before. Is there something I should yeah. know about them? No, well, they're just part of the story. So, they tweeted out something like first person to prove that ted cruz played basketball wins a prize and then Ted like cruz played basketball scored. in high school or once yeah, in, in his life school. ever no i think in high school and uh so ted cruz's account tweeted back a picture of this guy i think his name is alan grayson who people say looks a lot like ted cruz and he was like so what do i win and deadspin tweeted back go eat shit <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah Man, that's kind of like a cute little thing that the Ted Cruz guys did. I know, And they right? went with go eat shit. Yeah, just came back at them hard. Just I mean, kind of. Doesn't I really mean, sound like, like they're trying too hard. Hard, like, if you're in middle school, I guess. Violently. They came back at them aggressively. How yeah. about that? Yeah, like, wow. Jeez. <laughs> Alright. I feel like people would be uh, reading this thread like, oh, ha ha, oh, ha oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess it's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I think Ted Cruz's account tweeted that picture from Anchorman where he's like, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, that that's a reasonable response. Yeah, Man. And I was like, 2017, what are you doing making me agree with Ted Cruz? Get out of here. Well, it's not Ted Cruz. It's Ted Cruz's social media consultant. Ted Cruz does, right. doesn't understand anything that just happened. <laughs> well, Ted Cruz is actually an alien from a planet where they have evolved past Twitter. You right. Know? Seriously, that guy is, like, not a human person. I also, I heard a, a rumor that he was the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and someone around Christmas time wore a sweater to work with a bunch of, like, I guess it was a bunch of, like, inside things about the Zodiac Killer and also pictures of Ted Cruz <laughs> on the sweater. Well, I guess now that we've gotten into the political realm, um... So, you know, my job search was proceeding. Yeah. I had 202 applications out, right? Yeah. But um, I believe the day after we recorded our last podcast, uh, glorious God Emperor Trump signed a federal hiring freeze. So I don't know if any of those applications are still valid. Huh. Yeah. Could you apply to state parks? Yes. I mean, obviously, there are still jobs out there, and probably the freeze won't last forever. Um, but state parks pay worse, and there are fewer jobs. 
And uh, I don't love the idea of 200 applications just being, like, gone. So that was a substantial amount of work. Yeah. So it leaves my future a little bit in doubt. Man, you told me you had some primo content. I I was hoping that it was that you got a job. I guess that wasn't the case. <laughs> no, pretty much like the exact opposite, I guess. Damn. That's yeah. fucking bummer, man. It's a huge bummer. So, I don't know. It's not like I it's not like the end of the world. It's like, "Oh, well, all of a sudden I have to make a whole bunch of new plans as it turns out." Well, let's let's look at the silver lining here. This hiring freeze that should uh, cut down on federal spending. And if we're cutting down on federal spending, then that means we can cut some taxes for the rich! Good news for you, buddy. Uh, I don't think I'm rich enough to be receiving these tax cuts, honestly. Hey, I think now is a good time to invest in concrete, because apparently they're building that goddamn wall. There's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. Oh, shit. I just accidentally segued into something else. I, like, I thought you were doing it on purpose. I was like, why isn't he talking? No, I wasn't doing it. I was just talking about my, my job experience. But from Fortune.com, we have an article, Donald Trump's Mexico tax talk hits Chipotle and Corona beer stocks. And so, uh, speaking about that goddamn wall, so God Emperor Trump promised in the campaign that he would build a wall and make uh, Mexico pay for it. But it turns out we're probably definitely going to be paying for it. Well, of like course we are. If a single goddamn person really thought we were going to make Mexico pay for it, like, that's not how laws work. Yeah. Even if uh, everyone in the Senate was like, yes, I approve this plan, let's make Mexico pay for it, Mexico would be like, no? <laughs> yeah. You have no jurisdiction here? Right. Well, so with that in mind, our glorious God King has uh, decided to impose – well, he's he's – considering imposing a 20% tariff on goods coming in from Mexico. And what that means for the show is that uh, beers produced in Mexico would go up pretty significantly in price because, I mean, that has to be passed on to the consumer. So stuff like Corona, which uh, their their parent brand took a hit, their Constellation brands, their stock took a hit because people are thinking down the line here, and also stuff like, uh, you know, Dos Equis or Tecate, which is owned by... Heineken, which also saw their stock take a bit of a hit, um, would all go up in price. And uh, Man, good I thing really, Mexico doesn't make any good beer, huh? Yeah, I was about to say, well, I don't mourn uh, uh, Corona, but I do love smashing some Tecate every once in a while. Yeah, oh, it goes down so right. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, the, the bigger issue uh, is, like, I think they, they refer to this as avocado tax, and avocado is really what I'm worried about. God. It already costs extra everywhere. It's so expensive, and it's going to get expensiver. Yeah, but I don't think – so I was reading this article, and it's like if you read The Art of the Deal, which is that book Trump wrote, he he was basically like, I love dropping outrageous proposals, and then like when I back off, I seem reasonable, you know? So I think like he's going to be like 20% tariff, and we're going to all be like, what the fuck? That's crazy, and then he'll get us with like a 5% tariff, right. you know? And uh, that sucks, too. You know I think would be a really interesting play is for him to say, this is for the wall, and the all the funding we get for the wall is going to be from this. And then you're going to have a bunch of people who hate Mexicans buying Mexican products to build the wall. Yeah. Wacky. Has anybody seen if Donald Trump has bought a lot of Mexican factories lately? Why don't you just check his tax returns that he agreed to release? 
Blah, 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 blah. He didn't do that. He never released them. Of course he didn't, guys. Of course he... <sighs> Makes me so upset. He hasn't you know done... What else Sorry? Is really great. So you remember how, like, one of the big reasons Hillary Clinton lost is because she had a private, like, unsecured email server and phone? Yeah. You know that Donald Trump has an unsecured Android that he tweets off of every day? Like, every single day? Well, it doesn't matter, because... Something something. He's our God Emperor. Something exactly. something alternative facts. Something something lamestream media. Something something right. fake news. It's just crazy. Yeah. Craziness. I th- I think really it's that people don't understand any of this shit, and they hear she was responsible for a leak, and then none of the context and none of the like rationale or explanation of how security works or even like relative situations. None of that is heard. All that heard. Yeah. All that's heard is she's bad at. Security, she's gonna get us right. terroristed. Right. It's 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 so it's so bizarre. And he passed this basically Muslim ban on Holocaust Remembrance Day. It's like, is your senior advisor Lex Luthor? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, actually. So three text was telling me about that. Do, do they really pass a thing that will make it harder for you to get into the country unless you're Christian? Because I'm almost sure that's unconstitutional. Kind of, sort of. So he passed this executive order basically saying, like, uh, people from, it's like seven or nine different Muslim-majority countries. He's like, if you're from these countries, you can't come here anymore, basically. And then what refugees we do take, we're going to uh, prioritize the Christian ones. But there was a lot of protest. A bunch of people actually were, like, detained in the airport, you know, because this thing was worded so crazily. Like, they had green cards and visas and all this stuff, and then they land, and this executive order's been issued, and so Border Patrol, like, doesn't let them in. And they're like, gotcha! Yeah. Like, hey, you like that Tom Hanks movie where he's trapped in a terminal? What was that called? I think it was called The Stuck There or something like that? (laughs) Yeah. It was called Your Next Stop is Guantanamo Bay. Um, No, but so uh, the ACLU actually filed a lawsuit, and they have an emergency stay on the order. So the whole thing is kind of up in the air. But, um, yeah, basically he, he limited religious refugees on uh, a day commemorating uh, the murder of, like, six million religious refugees. So now uh, I'm leaving the country tomorrow. Am I going to be, like, good when I come back? Yeah, you're not brown. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You're fine. Well, I'm not Christian. That's why I was worried. <laughs> but you have all these sweet contacts in the Catholic Church now. And they're all like, don't worry, dog, his, his dick works. Let him back in the country. To the best of his knowledge, his dick works. To the best of his knowledge. Yeah, wacky times out there. Fuck, dude. Man, it, it got turned to 11 right out the gate. Like, immediately. Do you remember when, back when Obama was president and Trump was like, why is he using all these executive orders? And then his first week he issued more than Obama issued in two months? Uh, you know, because he'll say whatever he had to do to get elected. <laughs> like, there's you have no reason to believe that he believes anything that he has said the whole time he campaigned. It's wild. Which I guess is a good thing in some respects, because he said some crazy shit. Sure did. Sure did. Yeah. We live in interesting times. So was your, uh, the sweet content you alluded to, was that the, was that the you can't get a job thing, or was that your beer, no. or was that a third no, thing? It, no, I, it was, it was my beer. I was pretty okay. excited to get this beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. S- sorry that it is probably not that good. It's... Okay, you know, I can't really taste the cosmic space dust in it, but uh, 
I think they pretty much did what they wanted to, you know. Um, it has all the flavors they mentioned, and I paid $22 for it. So you better like it. <laughs> I mean, no, so they got my money, and I can't complain too much. So it's like, mission accomplished? I guess. I mean, really, if they were trying to do something interesting with Space Yeast, they would put it in the most boring beer possible. Right, so, so you, you could pick it out and be right. like, oh, yes. This, this brown ale definitely tastes spacey. Like, re- like, to be honest, you should do it with just, like, just two-row pale malt and no hops even. Just, like, can I taste anything? Right. Yeah. And it's not like this yeast, the yeast that's in this particular beer was even in space. You know, they, like, sent some yeast into space and then they bred all this yeast using that. Right. So, Yeah. It doesn't taste like Hulk juice, is what I'm trying to say. Again, Hulk was Again, gamma rays. Four, yeah. Damn it. I uh, just, mm. Well, to be fair, your the yeast actually was hit with gamma rays, because gamma rays are everywhere. Wait, but I should be stronger. They're, uh, yeah, uh, not a whole lot of real science in them Marvel comics I've come to Damn learn. Damn it. I planned a vacation to Wakanda and everything. Yeah, that place doesn't exist, and neither does Vibranium. I don't know. I bought Becca a pretty uh, pricey Vibranium thing for Valentine's Day. That might have been something else. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, goodness. boy. I'll have what she's having. Oh, God. So, uh, I ate a thing today that was interesting. Oh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, that transition almost worked, really. Okay. Speaking of tacos... There it is. Uh, did you know that Taco Bell makes a taco where instead of a shell, it's a fried chicken? I just found that out last night. I just ate that out today. I'm keeping keeping the metaphor yeah. alive. So, did it taste like chicken? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Really, it's. I think it should be pretty clear that that what it's up against isn't a taco. What it's up against is the KFC Double Down. Absolutely. And it does not compare. It was not better than a double down. It was not even close. Okay. Um, it was better than a regular taco. Fair. I wouldn't even put it up with Doritos Locos, though. Really? I, I like Doritos Locos a lot. Um, I love Doritos Locos tacos, especially buying so much on a Saturday you're brewing beer that they have to give it to you in a party box. Yeah, that's great. Those were better times. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> oh. Bye, Obama. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I see, uh, or there's someone off camera. I have to assume it's Becca. Does she know that we were recently talking about her vagina? <laughs> no. Can you say that in a complete sentence while she's still in the room? No. <laughs> oh come on, you suck. <laughs> she just kissed you on the head. She doesn't even know. I have to tell her to listen to this episode. You can text her later. What? Sam's just saying hi to you. Hi Sam. God she says hi damn back. It. God, that's all. God damn it. <laughs> This is some more bullshit right here. Uh, yeah. She was trying my space beer. What did she think? That was pretty good. Cool. Is that it, really? I I was also looking for that long root, uh, that Kernza beer. They didn't have any. Wait, what is Kernza? (laughs) Hmm. I feel like I may have answered this question once or twice. I doubt it. Uh, well, let's do our last article here from natureindex.com. How Chinese and U.S. researchers recreated a 5,000-year-old beer recipe. And it's basically like uh, 
they did science to it. But oh. um, that part's not so cool. What is cool is they, they like found this old-timey pottery funnel that's like 5,000 years old. And this one researcher was like, hey, that looks like some weird stuff on there. I wonder if it's old-timey beer. I wonder if and it's it, delicious. And then it turned out to be old-timey beer. And uh, the fact that the beer was dated to 5,000 years ago proves that barley was in China 1,000 years earlier than previously thought. Interesting. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. So this this is really actually kind of great for you because it, it unites your loves of history and beer. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it, it seems like a pretty simple beer, you know, just like uh, some barley and some yeast, and they might not even have had any hops in there. Do we have any reason to believe that this was intentional? Yeah, yeah. So they dug up, like, this whole... So first they found first they found the funnel, and this lady was like, that looks like beer, and they did some science to it, and they were like, yeah, that's probably beer. And then they did some more digging, and they found, like, this underground, like... Not like a brewing room, but like these big vats that would have been stored underground, presumably to keep them cool. And they did some more science on that, and they were like, yeah, I think beer was made down here. You keep saying, and then they did science on it, and I just, I'm just picturing them with like these ancient urns, and then they're like, you know, throwing ping pong balls into them, and then like hooking them up to funnels. Like, these are all beer things, and we're doing them. (laughs) So it's probably beer. Yeah, they they took this funnel and they uh, used it to butt chug. Yeah, and they were like, man, everyone's more handsome. And also, I can dance better. (laughs) I've never been able to dance better after butt chugging. Uh, Seepage. Well, then you have the stankiest of stanky legs. (laughs) That's gross. That's that's really unfortunate. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) Really too bad. Oh, hey, uh, someone threatened to kill me. What? Yeah. Is this an escalation of your prank war? It's uh, really gotten out of hand. Oh, no, I actually forgot about the prank war. I should really get back to that. I should have I pranked him real good right before I left for vacation for a week, um, but I didn't. Do a shit on it? Did, yeah, I should have done a shit on it. It was, that's, that's where, I guess I should have connected those dots for you. That's the dude that hosted the game night. Oh. Is the recipient of my circle. pranks. Yeah. Okay. So... Someone threatened to kill me, and you will be meeting that person at at the at the altar in a in a church. He's one of the groomsmen. Oh, I assume it's Emily's brother. Yeah. Why did he threaten to kill you? Uh, so, well, only kind of. So he has these weird night terrors, kind of, and he has this app that basically like you leave it on, and then if it picks up enough noise, it starts recording. So then the next day you can listen to things you shouted without having to listen to, you know, seven hours of dead air. Oh, that's very interesting, actually. Yeah. And so he sent us two, and one of them was just kind of him yelling and then his girlfriend calming him down. (laughs) And, like, that was cute. But the other one was, and it's kind of hard to make out what he's saying. Actually, 360, should we just play it? it's, It's super creepy. Yeah, it's super creepy. Should we play it? Probably, yes. Uh, I think he listens. Yeah, probably. I don't know. To his own voice? I think she means to this podcast. Oh, okay. It's up to you. He yeah. sent it to you also. Oh, yeah, he did. I was waiting for you to hand me your phone, but he also sent it to me. Hold on. Okay, so um, you tell me if you can figure out what he's saying. Because okay. we aren't sure. We have some theories. The joke is that I want to grab Emily. Could you hear that? Yeah, it sounded like he was like, 
the joke is that I'm gonna grab Emily. Oh, okay. So I heard it. I heard it as I'm gonna choke Sam and I'm gonna grab Emily. Oh. Well, we'll play this one more time. I'm not sure this is getting picked up. So, so sorry, listening audience, if it isn't. The joke is that I want to grab Emily. Yeah, he might actually be threatening to, to. Is he planning? Is he a Navy SEAL and he thinks you've abducted his sister? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's quite fond of me. <laughs> I, I feel like if it were an actual threat, he wouldn't have also sent it to me. <laughs> no, that's just making it an actual threat oh yeah uh listen i'm scared of a lot of people this dude is not one of them there aren't too many people i'm sure i could beat up i could totally kick your brother's ass are you listening mike i could kick your ass if i wanted to i'm gonna instigate this brawl at your wedding i don't really want to fight this guy especially not at my wedding no yeah me neither that would be terrible uh speaking of uh members of her family who uh have shown animosity Mere hours before this recording, <laughs> Three Sex's grandfather uh, pretty much just said that she shouldn't marry me. Uh, he was he was joking. I'm ninety eight percent sure, but like we were we were talking about getting married, and he was just like, "Really, him? You sure you can't do better?" And I was like, "Oh dang." That's okay. Becca's grandma was pretty disappointed that I was Jewish. So yeah, Becca's family sucks ass. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> That's funny. Well, uh, knowing you and not knowing three stacks, she probably could do better. Yeah. Yeah, you got me. You got me dead to rights. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I had a pretty good encounter with a crazy person at work. Ooh! Yeah. This was not, like, he was coherent crazy, like, as opposed to that other lady who just screamed about Gabriel and how I was a hat. <laughs> Oh, man, sometimes I think about her accusing you of being a hat, and it just brings me so much joy. Like, what do you say to that? How could I prove that I'm not? You, you, know? you try to put yourself on someone's head and see if it works. Ugh. But uh, this guy came in, and he was shopping around, and then, like, he went to buy a bandana or something. And I was like, cool, like, this is a weird-looking street dude, but everything's cool. He's just going to buy this bandana in peace. But he got up to the counter and, like, started making small talk, you know? As I was checking him out, but just, like, not waiting for me to answer, you know? He was like, so how you doing today? That's pretty good. I see it's a nice day out there. Yeah, you know, I've been walking around for a while just trying to catch some sunlight, you know? Like, just, like, having the whole conversation with himself, basically. Yeah. And even that's fine with me. I don't care. So I don't have to even talk to this crazy person. That's awesome. <laughs> but then he didn't leave, and his small talk, like, progressed to how his mom used to work for the CIA... And, like, how he was one of the first test subjects of MKUltra, and they thought he was really cool because he could guess, like, what was on 6 out of 12 cards that he couldn't see, and how he had, like, psychic powers, you know? And I was like, oh, alright, it's pretty sweet. And then a little kid came into the store, and, like, as the kid came into the store, something fell over, and the guy was like, whoa, I think that kid has pretty good psychic powers, too. Like, he must have done that with his mind. I, I know, because, like, you know, they they did tests with drugs on me. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure you know a whole lot about drug testing, <laughs> at least. That part is probably definitely true. I really just wanted to be like, yeah, and using my psychic powers, I can tell that you're secretly a hat. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, no! 
how many crazy people have to tell you you're a hat before you start to wonder? Uh, three. Three? So I'm one-third of the way to seriously questioning my existence. Three sex, I think I've figured out the answers to two of my big questions. One, how can I do a great prank? And two, how can I spend all my money? <laughs> I'm going to hire actors. But no, really, like, if, if three separate crazy people, like, accused me of being a hat, I'd have to be like, what kind of energy am I putting out? Like, how am I composing myself that makes people think that I'm a hat? I think then you have to start thinking hat is slang for something like maybe it's an acronym and it's a government organization or it's like isn't black hat a thing what's a black yeah. hat a black hat is like uh like somebody who works for a secret intelligence service oh yeah that's totally a thing a crazy person would think maybe that's what that lady thought yeah i guess i don't know i just like maybe i'm still having a crazy salvia trip and people are just trying to communicate to me that I'm high as balls, man. Wait, did you Maybe take Salvia? Maybe we're all a turtle's dream. You ever think about that? Nope. <laughs> Good, because that's stupid. That's I don't, a stupid thing to think. I don't do as many drugs as you, so I don't think those thoughts. No, you shouldn't. It's stupid. You know there are a bunch of, like, really rich people, like, rich tech people who think we're probably definitely in the Matrix? Uh, yeah. I've, I mean, I've theorized that at my most tired and also most high. Right. But, well, I mean... I mean we're probably not, though. No, probably not. I think what would make me more suspicious that we were, in kind of a backwards way, would be if, in the movie The Matrix, someone had been making a movie about people being in a something like The Matrix. I think what would convince me is if I went back and watched The Matrix and Trinity was like, Tyler, you're a hat. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, shit! <laughs> Man, this is going to be so expensive to make, but oh my god, it's going to be so worth it. Is Carrie Ann Moss up to anything these days? Looking cool in a trench? A trench coat. Yeah. I thought I would just picture her like in kind of a, you know, a divot. No, that was a euphemism for her being dead. Oh, dear. All right, well, I think on that note we got to wrap it up, right? <laughs> okay, we can wrap it up. That's fine with me. You go first. Okay. First, I just want to say thanks for everyone's sticking through this kind of slapdash thing. And also... I loved it. Okay, great. And also, this went up like five days late, I think, now that I think it through. I'm just thinking to the next time I'm going to actually have time to edit. And it is well after the Tuesday was supposed to be released. Yeah, so I had uh, Rye on Rye by, by Boulevard from their trilogy. It tastes boozy, but in a good way. And that's pretty much all there is to it i don't know i i feel like i had kind of a similar review for the last one and i'm now i'm starting to worry that this is going to be the same thing three times in a row even though i don't really dislike it and i don't remember what i gave the last one but i feel like i'm going to give this a lower rating even though it's just as good just because i'm like oh shit is this just generic It, it makes me think of the uh the scene in the simpsons where uh there there it's like a shot of the duff factory and there's like a bunch of tubes and it's like takes one big bat of duff and just spits it out into and it's like duff duff light duff cranberry and, 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 yeah. you know it's the idea being that it's all the same shit and so i have that image with this even though it's not it's not shitty it's just this doesn't taste like rye and it says rye all over it so i'm gonna give it like, like five two i don't know it's it's super boozy and super drinkable but it 
I would never in a million years guess this was supposed to be a rye ale. I would recommend this to people who like how booze tastes, like three stacks, and I think maybe <laughs> just three stacks. <laughs> yeah, I think if it was a rye ale and it didn't taste like rye, I would be disappointed. So, there you go. I had Ninkasi Brewing Company's Ground Control. The big claim to fame with this, obviously, is that the strain of yeast they used was sent to space. This is a confusing beer for me because I don't like the price tag, and I don't particularly like the flavors, but I'm still going to give it kind of a high rating because I, I do think they nailed what they set out to accomplish. It I can taste a little bit of hazelnut. I can taste the anise. I can taste cocoa nibs. I'm a little bit drunk, so that speaks to the imperial you know side of this. What was the ABV uh, on that again? 10%. Cool. And... I, you know, they, I was aware of the story, I was stopped dead in my tracks when I saw it, and I spent an exorbitant amount of money, like, basically without thinking of it. So, in every way, they really set, you know, accomplished what they set out to do. So, I feel like I have to give this beer, like, a 7.2, and I don't know who I'll recommend this to. I mean, it is, like, a pretty solid if you enjoy, kind of licorice boozy, strong flavors, I think you might enjoy this. And also people who just have a lot of disposable income, this is probably a good beer. But you need to kind of like those off flavors if you're really going to get into this. You know, but they were put there purposely, so there you go. That's one that I would love to split with three friends. Right, yeah, I think that's a good use case. Because I don't really want to drink like a whole bomber of this necessarily. But it's fun to have and be like, oh, like, check out this wacky beer. And, like, it has those flavors that it says it's going to. So you can appreciate that. So 7-2, I think, is, is a good rating. Makes sense. Yeah. And do you have any idea what you might be drinking when you get back since you're going to be gone for a while? Yeah, I think I've had this one for a little while. This is actually from Christmas. Someone got for pretty much, like, just all the dudes, which was a weird sort of sexist move. The European Union six-pack, which isn't, it's not like an official thing. It was just like a mix-pack that he made a few of with okay. his six beers from six different European countries. And I've had a couple of them, but I kind of wanted to just save this this one at random because it's from Croatia. Oh, And I've never had beer from Croatia before. I'm assuming it's just going to be like, oh, this is like a shitty Pilsner. Great. Probably. Um, but I, th- I think that that could be fun to have. And I should have it soon because it's in a green bottle, so it's only going to get worse. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fun. That's cool. Uh, stay tuned, everybody, for that. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for tuning in every week, as I assume every single one of you does. If you have anything to say to us, you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday, or you can comment on our links at BruceTuesday.com. Don't let the bastards keep you down. We will see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Comes up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine.